You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today and however you listen to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Download, subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to our podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you again for supporting our show. Hope you've been inspired so far. Uh, you know, recently I've been having some time to kind of ponder this, and I was actually reading an incredible book that kind of reminded me of some of this, but there's a man in the Bible, and the Bible does have a lot of passages that may seem obscure. They may not be the subject of a Sunday school lesson, but they have power packed in them, even in a little short uh, text. But in the book of Second Samuel, the 23rd chapter, verse 20, most notably, it talks about a man named Benaiah. Uh, he was considered the son of a valiant man, and he done many great acts. He was definitely a warrior. Uh, but the most emphatic part of that passage is that he slew a lion in the midst of a pit in time of snow, the Bible says. Now, you got to think about the entire situation. He did. He slew a lion in the midst of a pit in time of snow. Just try to catch some of the visuals. Obviously, it's snowing. If you live in the South, you may not even know what I'm talking about unless you saw a picture on TV or on the Weather Channel. But I come from New York City, so I know what it means to be in a snowstorm. I know what it means to not be able to see your hand in front of your face. I know what it means to not be able to walk without doing so very, very slowly because of the height of the snow. And you're getting stuck in it while you're walking because it's cold and it's still snowing and it's starting to get icy. So you got potential of getting stuck or slipping. So there's a lot of that plus the visual aspect where it's hard to see your hand in front of your face, especially when it's a really bad storm, which I've lived through several of those. So I'm imagining all that in my mind right now. Benaiah's in the midst of us, of a lot of snow. And mobility is obviously an issue. Vision is obviously an issue. But then to top things off, for whatever the reason was, he encountered a lion. Now, 
We don't call the lion the king of the jungle for nothing. They're predators. And they're very good at what they do. And they will attack. And usually they'll be victorious. This particular lion, I don't know how it happened, but somehow or another, the lion fell into or jumped into a pit. That should be enough if the lion and and, and, and Benaya or you are face to face. You rather the lion be in the pit than 500 pounds of man beast being on top of you, right? So that makes sense. He's in the pit. He's not on you. Problem solved, right? Well, in this case, Benaya, for whatever the reason was, he was faced with a hard situation. He chose the hard response. He chose hard instead of easy. He jumped into the pit with the lion. Now, this is great for cinema. This is an incredible movie scene right here. It's coming down. I mean, snow is coming down. You can hardly see your hand in front of your face and the lion's in the pit and you jump into the pit after the lion. With nothing but a blade in your hand. And all you hear is a man screaming and a lion roaring. I mean, most people are going to already make the assumption. Guess what? We know what it is. The lion just had lunch. Show's over. Good night. But that's not what happened here. Benai jumped into the midst of the pit and came out with his life. He had scratches and bruises. He was probably bleeding. But he came out with his life. The lion, however, did not. And like I said, this is stuff that movies are made of. But it speaks so much to something I think we miss. The desire to face the impossible. Because technically, if there was about odds being laid, there's no way Benaya makes it. He loses in the weight category. In the height category. In the reach category. If it was a boxing match, the tail of the tape wouldn't look good for Benaya. The lion had every advantage and probably had way more kills than Benaya did on top of that to add to all the other stats that he came up with short in. But Benaya had the desire to face the impossible. So many times we ask God to take away the hard things from us. And that's still a common prayer today. We're still asking God to move the mountain out of our way. We're still asking God to remove the obstacle so we can walk safely to our destination. Rather than asking God to make us strong in the midst of the situation. That's a very uncommon prayer. I know it's being prayed, but it's a very, very uncommon prayer. I mean, I can't go on social media now, even today, without seeing a quote about power, doing the impossible, being a warrior or a mountain climber. Overcoming our enemies, conquering all fears and everything else that's inspirational like that. But when did that actually happen? I'm just asking for a friend here. When did that actually happen? Can we do that legitimately and still maintain our comfort? Can we have both? It's common to ask God to take away the cup. That's a common prayer. In the moment of Jesus' greatest weakness on Calvary's cross, he even asks, if it be possible, Lord, Let this cup pass from me. In other words, can we go past this? Is there another route? 
That was the moment of his greatest weakness. But he followed that up by saying, but your will be done and not mine's. He said, if the cup can be possible to be taken away from me, by all means, go right ahead. This is very hard to bear. At the end of that, he said, but your will be done. The son's reverence and obedience to his father kicked in. And he said, but your will be done, not mine's. In other words, this is a hard thing. The hardest thing, perhaps. I can walk through it as long as I'm walking through it with you. Benaiah didn't have to chase the lion. If the lion's in the pit, for me, that's a win, right? That means, you know what? I can go home to my family. No harm, no foul. Live to tell another day. But Benaiah didn't have to chase the lion, but he, he could have avoided it. I mean, I got some friends that probably would have made a different decision as well. Most folk I know probably would have did that. No one would have faulted Benaiah or you. You didn't have to go and take them into your home. You didn't have to donate that amount of money. You didn't have to spend that much time. A lot of folks take the easy route or do the, the minimals or the minimum. Avoiding bad spots is common. For those that enjoy playing at average levels, avoiding bad spots is common. If you like playing at average levels, it's not hard to understand. It's pretty common. But if you don't want to live a quote unquote average life, if you want to exceed expectations and empty out all the purpose that's inside of you that was God given and you want to go beyond the quote unquote normal around you, because if you look around you, you see a whole lot of normal and a whole lot of average. Do you like it? Does it make you feel good about yourself or do you feel as though you may be playing or dumbing down to your environment? I got some friends that are being led to go into political office. Do you think they're not afraid? That doggy dog world with all that goes on, all the scrutiny. I mean, you see it in, in TV and arts and cinema, but you see it in real life as well. Your whole life gets drug. Your family, everything is on under scrutiny. You think they're not afraid to go into the political world, that dog eat dog kind of mentality and arena? I know folks that left seven-figure jobs to go on humanitarian missions where they don't get paid. I know a lot of lion chasers, but most of the people I know would simply be content with just getting away from the lion alive and well and not jumping into the pit to address aggressively whatever the situation is in their life. And that's the part that I think about the most with this. Benaiah was a, considered a valiant man. He slew men that were at the height of their craft when it comes to being a warrior. He slew a lion that had him outweighed, outreached every, in, every, in every area, in every category. He was the underwhelming favorite. He was had less than favorable odds to survive that encounter. What's popping up in your life that is less than favorable, but you haven't addressed it yet? What's popped up in your life that represents a lion? Something that's bigger than you, that's greater than you, that seems stronger than you, 
but you refuse to face it. You refuse to jump into the pit and aggressively tackle it. I think about David. I mean, sheep herder by trade. I don't believe that it was part of his job description to kill the lion and the bear, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the job description at all. Your job was to go and tend to the sheep and make sure they eat and get fed. And as you watch them, watch, watch them for what? I think it's kind of part of the job description that they could be a predator, a lion, a wolf, or a bear. But the Bible said that David killed the lion and the bear in protection of the sheep. So he protected them and fed them, but he also killed their enemies. He could have just scared them off and said, shoo, 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 fly, shoo, go away. Leave my sheep alone. But David attacked his enemies. He was aggressive and he was active, not passive. If you have purpose inside of you, I believe it's part of what you do sign up for. How do I know that? How can I prove it? I'll just use one passage of scripture. Romans 8, 36 to 37. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors because there's something in life to conquer. It's time for us to jump into the pit and fight that enemy aggressively. Not run and hide and be happy to get away so we can get back to our couches. Jump into the pit, fight and conquer the enemy, walk in purpose and win. Wherever you are today and however you're hearing our show, thank you again for making it. They call me Mr. You, a part of our morning, part of your morning, excuse me, your day and your week. We are weekly mirror check before you change the world. Thank you again for joining us. We appreciate you guys so much. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.